Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And you gave me Black Mass. Yeah, man. Johnny Depp, uh, Joel Egerton, Dakota Johnson, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. This is a all-star of all-star lineups. Mm-hmm. This is probably like the last... Well, no. He, he got to do one more Pirates movie, but before my boy Johnny got, got blackballed, uh, <laughs> we stand with Johnny Depp on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, but it's about Whitey Bulger and you know me, I am actually a fan of organized crime in general. I read about it. I, I watch YouTube videos. I see who gets whacked in real life. Like I keep up with that shit. Like it's a sport. Right. Um, and I know a lot about Whitey Bulger before I watched this movie. I was so. hoping so because I watched this when it came out, really liked it, haven't watched it since. Didn't really look into the guy because I didn't think the story was that interesting, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, it's just a fucking shit message. And, you know, like Goodfellas, it's, you know, about a rat too. Right. But like the storytelling and the way that it's written, you know what I mean? It's just done perfectly, masterfully. Right. Mm-hmm. This movie does not handle this story like that. It's kind of told like all over the fucking place. Yeah, it's not. I didn't love it, but I really enjoyed it for what it was. And then I didn't expect to do the podcast so soon, but I wanted to go ahead and knock it out. So I watched this last night. So it's still fresh. I didn't do a lot. I didn't have a chance to do a lot of research. So right. I was hoping you can kind of fill in the blanks with this guy. Tell me what's going on. And um, Well, that's why I said that it's not that I hate. It's not that I don't like this movie. I do like this movie a lot, but. I just feel like they didn't they didn't use the right story points in his life. Like I think the movie would have been much more interesting if they would have dealt with his war with the mob mm-hmm. because there's 5 years like when they're ta- they and that's the thing that pisses me off. They 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 give you little hints about it in the movie. All right. He goes, "Where did they bury the body?" He goes, "Same place they buried them all. Under the bridge." They call it very so many people down there. They called it the Bulger burial ground. Like, give me the war. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what everybody want. Yeah, have this enjoyed, you know, this movie just made him seem like a um, hitman. I'm, you know I'm, what I mean? No, just a fucking monster who fucked anybody and everybody over. To yeah, get pretty much. Wanted. And I mean, he did. He used and abused people. Yeah. And I mean, he's the was one of the worst criminals that like you can think of because like. He killed people for anything. He didn't give a fuck. But like I said, if you're making a gangster movie about it, and Johnny Depp is the dude to play him, like, I mean, he literally, if you look at a picture, and they have it at the end of the movie, if you look at the real Whitey Bulger, they made Johnny Depp look exactly like that motherfucker. Yeah. Um, There's no real, like, recordings or anything of him. Like, well, I mean, the FBI and shit's got him. But uh, I guess Johnny Depp met with him. And told him that they were making it and he was going to be playing him and wanted to get together with him more to, like, you know, get ready for the role. And Whitey Bulger wanted money. <laughs> like, you know, he's serving fucking forever. That's what know. I'm saying. He's in fucking prison and wanting money for it. Oh, no. He's murdered like a motherfucker. Oh, he's dead now. But oh, yeah. I'm saying when the movie was oh, yeah, being yeah, made. Yeah, for sure. He was still alive. Yeah. yeah. Um, shit. They had just caught him a couple of years before that. Yeah. It was really crazy how long he actually invaded uh, police capture. Mm-hmm. Um but it's also another reason, like, how big of a piece of shit, because he left his entire crew and family to deal with that. Like, that last phone call he has with his brother, he's like, you sure this is how you want to do it? He's like, it's the only way to do it. Yeah. I'm not going back to fucking prison. <laughs> and he would have got the death sentence for sure. Right. Um, so, uh, so the story is about uh, Whitey Bulger. James Whitey Bulger. And his brother, Billy Bulger, who is a, what was, was a, he? He was a senator, a senator for the state of Massachusetts. Right. And then their childhood friend, who's Joel Eckerton's playing. John Connolly, which is actually, you know what the craziest fact about all this? And I thought you'd get a good appreciation for it. That's right. Did you know that after he uh, went on the run, everybody in his crew, when they all got arrested, because I mean, once he left and they couldn't get him, they took everybody. Mm-hmm. It was like dominoes. They took it. They got the FBI guys. The they got, and then you see uh, David Harbor's character. He testified. He's really the one that fucked everybody because he was going to get life, and he didn't. He, he back. He, he he folded like a chair. Yeah. And of course, you're thinking all the Boston hardcore motherfuckers like they would stay down, you know. But um, what they didn't know was is like they were already fucked. They already had 
all the evidence on them. Mm -hmm. So, and they did most of the killing in the later half when he was an informant, you know, and that's another shitty thing. Like he had these people killing all these people knowing full well that if they ever got caught, it wouldn't, the bodies wouldn't be on him. Like you hear Steve Fleming, he's literally testifying just so he doesn't get put to death. Like he knows he's still going to die in a prison cell, but at least he'll die in a prison cell years down the road. Exactly. Not tomorrow, not, not you yeah. know, in a year from now or whatever. Yeah. And it's just a real testament to like what a piece of shit the guy was. Well, it is pretty general. funny because the the movie does open with uh shit. What's his name? No, but I was going to say that's the uh, that's the what I was to tell you. And all those guys, like they all testified. And why wouldn't they? Right. right. He, he fucking ran on him and he was a rat the whole time. Right. Yeah. The only motherfucker that didn't testify against him, John Connolly, <laughs> took his 50 years. Like, the fucking FBI agent was the only one that took his fucking 50 years like a man, dude. Like, <laughs> go fucking figure. I know, right? I just thought that was crazy. Because, well, like, back in the day, mobsters, you could get, like, Gotti. When they gave Gotti 100 years, he, all he said was, I got some on my tie. Like... <laughs> Like he was just like, and it was like cheering the fucking weather. Yeah. Like that's just like how gangsters did it. It looked way more manly for you to just take it like a fucking man than right. to testify. And it is funny. The FBI agent takes it and better than the fucking gangsters. Exactly. But that's what I was going to say is uh, the movie opens with, I'm not a rat. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say that first. Yeah. I want that on the record. Which, uh, forget that dude's name, um, but he's actually becoming like a big timer now. Yeah, I was going to say, I see him uh, everywhere nowadays, but uh, but they have the fucking texture like raised so high on this shot, it made me uncomfortable. It's just a little detail that I noticed, but yeah. like when you're editing videos, you can pull the texture up so it, everything feels more like, like I, you can touch it, but their, t their, their faces in this conversation were just way too intense. <laughs> um. The first 45 minutes of this movie are fucking amazing. Yeah. I love it. Uh, That's I, what I did notice, actually. Yeah, the first half, I was like, I, I remember liking I, this movie, but I think I like it a lot more. And then it does get past that 45, and you're like, all right, let's get this fucking That's what I'm saying, bro. And that's where I, then that's why I kept saying, because I've watched this movie five, six times, and I always tell myself when it's over, like, why don't I like this movie fucking more, dude? Yes. Like, it's got everything in it that, that Parr loves, you know? Mm -hmm. It's got the gangster element. It's got the mafia element. We got Johnny Depp acting his fucking ass off. It's got violence. Not enough fucking violence for me personally, but, like, it's got all the ingredients. The violence it does have is pretty gruesome, Yeah, though. it's awesome, and that's what I'm thinking the whole time. This dude killed fucking almost 100 people, him mm -hmm. and his crew. Why did we only see four Yeah, in this whole fucking movie, man? I don't know, dude. I just... I don't really like it. I think they tried to focus too much. It was like we were going to leave the movie thinking like, oh, this guy was a fucking hero or something like they wanted to just paint him as such a monster that like, I don't know, it just kind of derailed the fucking thing for me personally. Yeah. Um, Like, why do we have to watch him kill that girl? Like, yeah, you know I what I'm saying? Like, out of all I, the fucking bad guys you could have picked, like we had to watch him strangle it. And I mean, I get it's to show that Stevie was like fucked up, too. You know, because he, he's, he's, I mean, he, I mean, in some fucking terrible, horrible way, he obviously loved the girl. Yeah. But the only thing that I can think of is so the girl got captured. Uh, and oh, no, she, she definitely he was going to kill her because she she told him all that. She goes, I told her that you dress nice, that you hang out at Triple O's <laughs> like he killed her only because she gave him five lines of information. About yes, his life. exactly. Shit, yeah. The cops already knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's like, they think you're into drugs. And like, he's just like, okay. you told him all that. Yeah, he did. Did you? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And he looks over at Stevie like, let's go. Let's head over. Like he already knew. With that look that I'm going to kill her yeah. and you're going to watch and I'm going to make you fucking bury her. Right. And then when he later on in the movie, it's cold as shit. When he kills that IRA guy, he's like, I put bury you down here with the rest of the fucking disappointments. And then he's like, bury her next to the fucking whore. <laughs> the, your stepdaughter that I already do. watched get murdered and you already had to bury. Now you're about to see that body again. Right. I do hate the when he's choking her out that the noises she's making as she's die like those were so uncomfortable. You know what's weird is uh my on my HBO Max like the subtitles are on because mm -hmm. when, for whatever fucking reason my sister has to have subtitles on when she watches movies. I turned them on. It gets on my fucking nerves. It used to, but once you get used to it, it's kind of the subtitles say that she's saying Jimmy, please, Jimmy, please. She's right. not saying Jimmy. She's saying Stevie. Mm -hmm. Like, help me. Like, Stevie, please, like, help me. Like, yeah. And he's just sitting there. It's, the uh, I forget the guy that plays him. Um, yeah. Rory Cochran. Great mm -hmm. actor, by the way. He's in a lot of good movies. Yeah, he is great. Um, 
it's really showed a testament to that because you like you feel that shit because like he wants with everything in him to fucking kill whitey at that yeah moment. because even when he walks away and he's like clean up your mess it just like there's okay, a lingering I'm taking a nap <laughs> choking this bitch out i'm tired yeah I'm i killed somebody and now i need to go take a nap but he's standing over her just looking at her and it's like panning back and then it he just, just takes a knee and he's like 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 just like grabs her arm it's 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 a really good like acting for him <laughs> but uh like I said, this movie has good scenes, man. It has really good scenes. Like I love when he's bringing Kevin in, and he's like, "You got something I like, kid." And he just like starts hitting that fucking dude from the. He back gives him seat. that look, like you and need to be the, helping me. And then he just fucking starts folding his ass, dude. Um, and that's another thing, Kevin Weeks uh, in real life, like they made that boy look a lot like him. He is a big guy, big, oh, yeah. big Irish dude with you know curly <laughs> hair and shit. And uh, a lot of the guys in the movie they made really spot on to, mm-hmm. to his crew. So is there anything in this that's like not accurate in your opinion? I'm not going to act like I know every single detail. I know, but there's, if there's uh, anything that stands out, I got just said it's, it's more like, because I knew that he, he he had a lot more interaction with the mob, like, because you got to look at it. Like these guys grew up in this neighborhood and the Italians already owned everything on the North side of Mm -hmm. of Boston. Well, that wasn't good enough for them. Now we want to come take your Irish shit too. And you're not going to do anything because we got, we're the mob. And like he had to fight a whole war with other Irish gangsters just to take over that shit neighborhood to begin with, Mm -hmm. which they could have done a whole movie just on him fighting the other Irish mob, which that pisses me off. They don't even mention that because that's really where he got his start. Like he, you know, everybody said he was, he was loved in Southie. Like he was loved in Southie because he killed the guy before that was making the neighborhood an even worse place. Like he was like a folk hero, like an urban myth, like mm-hmm. a legend to those people, and that they didn't show any of that. And I feel like if you're gonna do a movie about a gangster, you got to show what made him a gangster. They made yeah. it seem like he just killed a few people and ratted to the FBI. I mean, he had a whole. He goes to fucking Alcatraz, bro. Yeah, yeah. It may they mention it in the uh, the this movie. This man did fifty hits of fucking LSD. That's a real story, bro. Oh yeah. The fact that he was even somewhat civilized at all. Well, is a fucking fascinating thing, dude. I mean, this dude, it was in the 70s, and you know they were dosed with that good shit the CIA had, dude. <laughs> Pure acid. Yeah, dude. Probably right in the fucking eyeball, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, And Alcatraz was the worst prison ever. That's why they shut the motherfucker down. They broke Al Capone's mind. They said all that man did was make his bed over and over again and play a mandolin. Al Capone, the biggest mob boss in all history. They broke him. When he tried to pay a guard, they threw him in the fucking hole for a month. <laughs> you sure it wasn't the syphilis? Well, that too. <laughs> Untreated for 20 years. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Too. But yeah, I'm just saying like, but the same thing, but like Alcatraz did that shit to a lot of people, man. Yeah. Um, and they said the worst of the worst there at that time. So the fact that he was there and then got out and still reigned fucking terror for another 20 years after that. I don't know, man. Like I just said, like, they did a good job of making everybody realize, like, yeah, this guy was a fucking terrible human being. But, mm-hmm. like, I just feel like they went about it the wrong they way. They should have focused more on the gangster side than just, like, hey, not, look, this guy's evil. Right. Like, they keep saying, like, oh, everybody knows that it's not this guy giving drugs to kids. It's it's Whitey fucking Bulger. He's got half the girls prostituting and on drugs. Like, if you're going to say that, show that. Like, right. Show him. T- like, yeah, when they like, said, oh, we just took over. It shows them hit one dude with a fucking wrench and the other one get beat with a pipe. And then, mm-hmm. like, that's it. He's all of a sudden he's the biggest kingpin in Boston. I think that is a problem with these, like, biopics is they want to cram all the stuff in there. So they start putting stuff that's not really significant or just like it's not focused on what they want to concentrate on. They need to pick, like you said, like pick a story that happened in his life and kind of focus on that for two hours. Uh, 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 if you are going to go the whole way through, yeah, then you got to get better highlights, man. You got to highlight it better. Like I don't, like I said, you got to take more major chapters. Or if they were, like I said, it, like in the first half of the movie, it kind of sets it up that like they are just focusing on one time period of his life. Mm-hmm. But then as you go on, it literally keeps going and going like more through the years. And it's like you're catching up like you're watching a, a news report or something. And I didn't like that part of it. Like, That's I think true, that yeah. if you were going to do like that, you should have made it a two parter. Mm-hmm. You should have done Black Mass part one and two. And then that way, the first part of the movie could be everybody's favorite, where it just shows him up and coming in, in Southie, his battle with the mafia. Mm-hmm. And then part two is like where him and Connolly 
make the fucking deal with the devil with each other, you know? And then the second half of the movie is him doing all the other shit we saw. Right. You know, I just feel like it would have been better. Like if you're going to set it up like a giant crime epic, do it like the Godfather. You got to do two movies. Yeah. Because this movie's two hours and like, it's exhausting. Honestly. Yeah. They cram so much in there, but so much non-important stuff, like kind of important, but right. Been I mean, better. It wasn't like terribly, like I didn't need to know that he fucking um, made old boy's wife uncomfortable. <laughs> like that was just like a creepy ass scene. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Really when, add anything to the movie. Like we already know you're a menacing person. Like mm-hmm. so, you go upstairs and fucking threaten the guy's wife. Like just like you already had that dude fucking scared as shit. Like I don't know. I think it's just to show he knows how much power he has that he can do this to this lady and get away with it. Maybe I don't know. I love it. Like you killed the guy in Miami in front of him to like like now you're in on this too. So like we're we're all the way in bed together, bro. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, if you were going to report me, you would have to do it right now. Because I killed this fucking dude in front of you. Right. And it just goes to show that, like, he let it get too far. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, the FBI agent didn't know that it was going to get to that point. But Whitey always knew it was going to go there. Mm -hmm. Because that's what he did. He preyed on people. You know what I mean? He was a monster. But uh, I do love the scene where he kills uh, Pete Skarsgård in the parking lot. In front in the the in broad daylight, yeah, 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 in front of the playground. Yeah, they're talking about play. They're talking about basketball. It's like a school or something, ain't it? Something. Or yeah. Nothing. There's a lot of little kids running around. Let's just say that. Um, they're coming out of a, a. I think it's like a bank or something. Maybe I don't know. And they're all talking about how they used to play basketball. And he's like, I had good hands. And he's like, you had tiny hands. Like tiny Nate Arch. He's like, you know, tiny Nate Archibald had tiny hands. And then he gets <laughs> shot in the arm. What the fuck? <laughs> and then the next one, two, right through his fucking head. Yeah. And then old boy's all coked up. He's, <laughs> then he gets fucking, starts hitting. His fucking shots are coming through the window. He throws it in reverse. Boom, takes one to the shoulder. They back in. He gets out. Fuck him, two to the arm, one in the leg. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and it's very real like you think like he, this dude knew he was fucking dying like mm-hmm. and then my boy study we're done with the rifle i ain't got none left dude we pull out this whole six shooter bom, 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 and empty that bitch into him bro like i said that the kills were fucking dope yeah he re- i wonder if he likes strangling people in real life as much as he does in this I think, movie i think he did do that to a couple people because uh there was that one guy they were talking mm-hmm. in front of doing a deal in front of this guy and he knows too they realize he knows too much so they pay him off like what 20 10 thousand 20 thousand 20 grand and uh he's like just to keep your mouth shut take this money and that was a real thing too yeah um but he ends up fucking spilling the beans so well no because he was a fucking huge cokehead <laughs> so like he shot his two drug dealers and then like he he was afraid he was gonna get caught or he mm-hmm. was afraid whitey was gonna fucking kill him well yeah but then so he goes to the fbi <laughs> spilling everything and then fucking dumbass mcgee yeah. uh how'd you know we were into high life <laughs> he knows that's how it connects What's his face? I love how he went to confront him and then he ends up, he ends up giving up information. Yeah. Right. Like, and it just shows that like, you know, who wore really wore the pants, but that's what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. Out of all the people that he fucked over, the one guy that I thought would have been at the front of that line to say, fuck this dude was the only one that took his time. Do you think it's because they were childhood friends and it's kind of that bond? I think it was that and the brother. Like, I think that he, um, he he was better friends with his brother and he didn't want him to get fucked up because through all this, the brother is the only one that really got away. He only had to resign yeah. because they yeah. knew he was in contact with him. Right. So, and then he still became like a fucking headmaster somewhere yeah. else or like, you know, in a college or something, which the dude was already rich as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always thought it was crazy. And that's another thing I always wondered, like there's no fucking way that his brother wasn't more involved than it showed. Oh, 100%. But, you know what I mean? Like, this but you guy never was, know how, what's real and what's not. Right. And I did think they did a good job. I mean, I kind of feel like they wasted Benedict Cumberbatch for this fucking movie. I do, too. But, they could have picked somebody uh, else. I mean, I, his I, accent was weird. Is Did you get those vibes? No, nah, I mean, it's 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 kind of like a that's what a Boston guy, like a guy from Southie would sound like if he has to sound professional. Like he has to do a bunch of speeches. Like you can't drop the whole Boston part. Okay. Cause you know, you still want locals to vote for oh, you. Speaking of, I was going to say, you fucking love Boston, don't you? I do, man. A lot, a lot of, of shit movies. that you give I've me. I've never been there. 
But, but you are Boston at heart. And this, it shows Bostonite. This, this movie, I, I will say this, they did a great job of making it look like late 70s, early 80s Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cars, everything, the clothes. Like, I thought they did a really good job of that. The high life scenes, I was like, oh my God, look at that. Um, You're dressing different. Your lapels, got a new watch. It's a gold new gold watch. What are you getting at, Marianne? <laughs> Joel Egerton does a great job in this movie. He too. does. I love Joel Egerton. I think he is a fantastic actor. I, uh, so I don't think he gets enough credit for certain stuff. I agree. Um, the whole cast, man. Fucking Kevin Bacon's great in this movie. Oh, yeah. He uh, popped up. I was like, fucking Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's in everything, man. Adam, Adam Scott. Scott. I yeah. like Adam Scott. You know, I didn't know I was an Adam Scott fan until I started liking Parks and Rec. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? This dude's all right. I do like him when he pops up. Yeah. Because in Step Brothers, he just played such a good dickhead little brother mm-hmm. that like, I kind of always just kind of like, I oh, fucked that guy. Yeah, like, right. You know what I mean? That's how you know he sold it. Right. Even though he's gold in that movie. Yeah, like, like when we were watching this one and he had that stupid fucking mustache. I was like, fuck your mustache. <laughs> Every time I'd see him, (laughs) gotta save him with the solo. (laughs) So good job, Adam, for uh, making us hate you so much. Yeah, man, you're great, dude. Uh, But yeah, David Harbor does a great job. He is when he popped up. Fucking scene, bro. We have we can't review this movie and not talk about the steak scene. Oh, oh, oh. At dinner. Right. This is what, and oh, shout out. You know what? That was another thing I had to bring up. That was a note I had. Mm-hmm. This movie, whoever made the fucking trailer for this movie deserves an Academy Award because if we're talking about trailers that fucking made somebody, that, that was why it made you go see this. When I heard they were making this movie, I got pretty excited when I heard it was Johnny Depp. I have to say, I uh, I do remember watching the trailer and being like the trailer did sell me on wanting to and see Rick it. And Rick Ross did the fucking soundtrack and it's called The Devil is a Lie and they play it and they show part of the clip where he kills uh, Pete Skarsgård. And yeah. I'm just like, holy fuck, this movie's going to be dope. It's going to be the next fucking Scarface. I can't wait. <laughs> and I remember... To be so, I'd watch the trailer like every fucking day. I, everybody that would come over, or I'd go to their house and be like, "Hey, bro, you seen that uh, Black Mass trailer? We're gonna watch that." <laughs> and like, I was so hyped up to see it, and I just remember being so fucking like not fulfilled when I yeah. went to the theater. That's you know? what I. That, you know what's funny is I got that same feeling after I watched. I'm like, I really like that, but I don't love it, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I've kind of always felt that way. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, it's a good enough gangster movie. It's not really like the best gangster movie, but I love that steak scene because, like, it—that's what pisses me off so much because it has some scenes that are fantastic. Like, it is this, a really great scene, like this because scene. it follows it up with the one with his wife, mm-hmm. like right behind it. Yeah, it's like you just did that. Like, we already know this guy's a fucking menace. Like, you don't have to keep going. Like, do yeah, one yeah, or yeah. the other. Right, you know? you're right. And like I said, it just felt like at certain points in this movie, it just beat certain shit over the head, like. While it sucked that we saw his kid die, but like we didn't have to have that scene where he's like telling the baby mama to get fucked. Mm-hmm. Like we we assume that you're not gonna fuck with her anymore because you blame her for him dying. Right. Like I don't know. There's just certain scenes that were like useless, and then other scenes like that we could have got better shit. Yeah. Like, if we'd have traded got it out for something else. Exactly. Yeah. Like give it a little more, a little more action, a little more killing. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just think you have to have a good balance. Obviously, you can't just have. Motherfuckers getting clipped through the whole movie, but like, it's like Goodfellas. You got to mix that shit in right. I was going to say, Donnie, I feel like Donnie Brasco did a good job at like the highlight, good highlights yeah, to kind of give you an idea of the story. Right. It doesn't have to have a ton, but you have to have it when it does show. And like I said, the the parking lot, even when he clips Roger Weeks at, at, the, at the golf course, like mm-hmm. even that's a cool little, you know, like a clean mob hit. You know what right. I mean? Uh, when poor Mickey gets capped in his car. And you see the the motorcycle with the Italian sticker on it, and he pulls up, two in the head, drops the gun in the car, and pulls the fuck off. Like that's mob shit, man. I mm-hmm. like shit like that. Yep. Um. But then, like towards the end of the movie, like even the violence was getting kind of like when he ch- chokes out the girl. Like I didn't like that when he chokes the dude in the basement. Like bro, just shoot this fucking guy. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was getting. Yeah, to like, earlier. I, so. I mean, he must have been a thing for him to watch, like feel their life go out of him or something. Yeah. Like he was a very fucked up person, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did kill more gangsters than like you know, and I would consider civilians and shit. But, um. I really loved uh, Rory Cochran, though, like some of the lines he had in this movie. I'm just busting your balls, Stevie. Do me a favor or do yourself a favor. Don't. 
Like that's all he said. And then like when Boulder, uh, when Whitey's like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna be coming for months," and he's like, "We're really gonna do this." Oh yeah, we're doing this. Like just like little bits. Like he he did a really good job. I feel like of just being that good right hand man. Mm-hmm. Like at the beginning when Kevin's fighting three motherfuckers, and he's like, "Yeah, it's uh, it's one of Jimmy's cousins' wives." You fucked up, kid. <laughs> How the fuck was I supposed to know? I don't know. Good luck. <laughs> it just walks the fuck off. I know. And when he's uh, in the uh, giving the interrogation room, giving everything up, yeah, the look on that. his face, yeah. like, oh my god. Dude. And they're like, "What would you say your estimate of Whitey Bulger as a person?" And you could just see the fucking pain in his eyes. Yeah. Like it's he's basically saying, "What do you think?" <laughs> like you know, he like has to clear his fucking throat. He's just like strictly criminal. Or something like to that effect. Yeah. Like he, there's no emotion. Like he was, he's just a fucking piece of, you know, he's just a monster. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just really shows like he did a good job. Like I said, the supporting cast was fantastic. Even Johnny Depp didn't do a bad job. I just. Those blue contacts that Johnny Depp has in this movie though, fucking is creepy as hell. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the weirdest part because he, that's how he looked mm-hmm. in real life. And like they dressed him. To the fucking tees, the jackets, the G, like he dressed like it was still 1955 outside. <laughs> I, you know, the, the tight sweaters right. and all that, like that's just how he rocked. Um, but like I said, man, maybe it's the way it was written. Maybe I think it was, it was a little uh, all over the place. It wasn't, so, it wasn't focused enough on the story. It was too busy just trying to tell the story that it didn't think about what it should or shouldn't tell. Maybe it need it either needs to be cut down. To make it a shorter watch. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like what you said. It, trade it out for more important. Exactly. Or make it longer and make it a two-parter. Yeah. Like I said, either flush the whole story out or cut it down to where you just give us the meat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't feel like they did a good job of doing that. You know, for a movie that's two hours, like I really don't feel like I got a lot of the shit, a lot of the highlights of his life. And like I said, maybe it's because I have... uh I have read a bunch of stuff about him that I do know a bunch of cool shit that they didn't talk about in there. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why I don't enjoy it as much. No, because I didn't know anything about him and I didn't. Well, that's why I always said, but I've never hear when you hear people talk about their favorite gangster movies in the last 10, 15 years, nobody brings up black mass Mm-mm. or if they do, it's always like, yeah, it was pretty cool. Or, right. you know, like, oh yeah, I, I like Johnny Depp in that one, you know, like, but nobody says like, yeah, it's not held on any kind of like, pedestal yeah. like one dude even said uh one dude even said um this movie's just fucking oscar bait for johnny depp <laughs> like like this they're just trying to get johnny depp an oscar like and i was just like well i mean i guess it kind of makes sense but like like i said and then after this like he made pirates and then they shit on him for that and then around that time is when amber heard and all that shit started happening and then he made the movie where I don't even know if you've seen the trailer for this one. He plays a detective that's trying to solve the Biggie and Tupac murders. No, I didn't. Yeah, it was a whole fucking movie and they just shelved it. Oh, really? Yeah, like it was supposed to come out. Then they were going to let it do. Oh, a, because of the Amber Heard. Right. Thing. Because yeah. of her allegations. I heard about it. Yeah. They fired him from Disney the day after that shit. Uh, the two Warner Brothers movies he was in, they had to cut him back. When he was in him, he was supposed to be in that uh, second Dumbledore movie. Yeah, yeah, more. yeah Fantastic Beast. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, he's supposed to be in the second one more, and he was supposed to be in the first one more. Like, mm-hmm. if you see, he's only in it for like two seconds at the end. And, you know, that was because of it. And then the movie about the uh, the train, the murder on the Orient Express. Oh, right. You know, he's in that for five minutes. And it was just like, it was getting to the point where they were like, yeah, we can't have him in there too much. Mm-hmm. People, people ain't fucking with him right now. Well, hopefully this trial will show. Yeah, it seems like it's it's starting to, at least, at least people are getting the real story, yeah. you know, which it's sad that he had to go to this extent. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, hopefully, like you said, it'll come out for him. Yeah. But, uh. If I if I'm being honest, like if I'm rating this movie, and like I said, I liked it more before I watched it last night. Because I'm like you said, it's still fresh in my mind. Yeah. And like I said, the first 45 to 50 minutes, I fucking. Mwah. That's what I was gonna it's say. The first half is ah, I really like this movie, and then the second half gives me that I don't think I like this movie that much. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, it just it, it sets it up good, but it doesn't doesn't dunk it. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like it 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 doesn't slam. It's almost that shit. there. Right. It just exactly. needs to be like smoothed over a couple more times and. 
Right. It's almost like one of those ones. It's like maybe if they did like a director's cut, maybe they could use some other footage or like edit it better. Or maybe something like that. I don't know. But um, given it my par scale, I, I, I go six, nine, six, eight. Like it's <laughs> it's better than a six, but it's not a seven to me. Yeah. You know, right. It's a soft recommend for me. Like don't like rush out to see it, it. Yeah. If you like it's on HBO Go, so don't pay to watch it. Just exactly. check it out. And like I said, I am a I'm a big Johnny Depp fan, and I am a big gangster movie fan. So like, if you are into those two genres, or you know, a fan of him or of the genre movie, you know, it's definitely worth a watch. Um, I'm not bagging on it like it's the worst made gangster movie of, or anything like that. It's still better than the run of the mill. Yeah, but not much better. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I was really wanting this movie to be a lot more, and I kept trying to think of cooler shit in the movie, but, like, there's really only four or five scenes, and I've, I feel like I covered them, you know? Yeah. All uh, the other stuff is just the fluff that you were talking about that doesn't need to be in there. Like, I love that scene. I didn't talk about this. I love that scene when they're running over, when they, they're saying they're going to find um, Grab Bag um, to, ki- to get Mickey's killer, mm-hmm. but they're really killing Tommy because he disrespected him at the bar. Yeah. Um, I love that scene where it shows him riding over and he's like, you got a fucking vest? Oh, 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 yeah. You know they're going to call you a faggot. <laughs> he's like, let's okay. see if it fucking stops a couple bullets how gay it is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and he passes the guns back. I love that. He passes the guns back without even looking. And uh, I love that it's so fucked up, dude. Because if you're not reading it, if you don't read the scene the right way, it's it's kind of sh- crazy. He let Tommy apologize, gave him a fucking speech about how he needed to get a better control of his drinking, shook his hand, and then fucking killed him. And then I'm thinking, like, that's cold as fuck. Why would you give that motherfucker a lecture right before you were going to blow his brains out? You should have just said, yeah, you know what, bitch? It wasn't all good. And then you kill him. Yeah. But I then I realized that he didn't do that for Tommy. He did that so fucking, um, it doesn't have his character, but uh, it has Pete. You know, the other killer. Right. And Stevie. He literally did that so Pete and Stevie would know, like, this could happen to you, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, like, more of a teachable moment. And then, like you said, poor Stevie buried every motherfucker in this movie. Like, <laughs> I have to say, he is the king. Uh, 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 talking about Whitey Bulger, he is the king at, like... Threatening people. Not knowing that you have that shit coming. Yeah. Like... If he really did this in real life, it's fucking eerie because you never know it's coming because he will set you up like everything's good and fine. And then he will kill you at the end of this conversation. Because that's what that's what uh, in in that life, that's what you do. It's like it's what they say in Goodfellas. It's, it's never an enemy. It's always your best friend that kills you. Right. You know, because that's how they do it. Like, that's how they get you. Like, hey, man, no, it's all cool. Just come over and hang out. Yeah. And then you walk in the door and get your head blown off. Right. Quick but, and easy. I don't know. I just. I mean, dude, the they're dude, coercing them into like a safe yeah. space, but I feel like Whitey Bulger like already has them there, but still needs to talk, like be yeah. their friend, just right up until the end. It's, it's, it's eerie. It's, eerie. it's, it's eerie. creepy. I mean, think about it like this: even more fucked up. The dude hid out in an old folks community for thirty years, man. Oh, is that where he was? Yeah, I was going to ask California, you, California, like, living with a girlfriend that he took on the run with him. <laughs> They, and they were out there forever. Like everybody was like, "Oh my god, they've been to so many bingo nights." And I wonder how they ended up getting caught. Yeah, somebody saw something on the news and like saw recognized him. And oh, I see. They went in. They shut the whole fucking block down. Like he got arrested <laughs> in like a parking garage, and they shut the whole thing down. As soon, I mean, it shows it in the movie. Yeah, it's a very last shot. I think it's only fair to to say that he. I feel like he definitely got what he had coming to him in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard people talk about it like, oh, he was just this poor old man. Yeah, the- he was 89 years old and got beat to death in prison. With a lock and a, a sock. Lock. Or it was a chain or some shit. Yeah. He was unrecognizable. They had to ID him by dental records. Damn. He uh, beat his eyeballs out of his head, dude. Holy like, shit. It was very gruesome. And the guy that did it is a, like an old mafia hitman. He's already on death row, like all this crazy, like there's nothing more they can do to this fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what he's known for. He's like a trophy to him. Yeah. Like he was proud as fuck when they were asking him why he killed him. He's like, fucking Whitey Bulger. Fuck that rat. I'd do it again. Like, those, uh, those are the creepiest. Have you ever watched, um, uh, jail for surveillance of people oh, yeah. getting hits? Yeah. That shit's cr- crazy. That's one of the hardest fucking scenes in Breaking Bad. 
when uh, I don't know if you ever watched Breaking Bad all the way through or not. Oh yeah, finish um, it. When Walt has those fucking dudes uh, have the, has those Aryans kill all twelve of those people in like two minutes, mm-hmm. and he literally starts his watch like that, and you watch eleven people get fucking brutally murdered in prison. Like they set the one dude on fire, the other one they were stabbing this motherfucker in the neck, his rib, all that shit threw him off a fucking balcony. Broke his fucking neck. Like, dude, it was brutal, dude. And, like, you think about it, like, shit like that happens every day in prison. Man. One of the one video that I watch has, like, always stuck with me because it scared the ever living shit out of me. So there was a video of these guys, not many of them. I want to say, like, five guys standing around. Big dude, really big dude, literally turns around, stabbed this guy in the back a few times, turns back around like he didn't do anything. And this guy just falls. And it just it stuck with me like, oh, my God, that is crazy. There was one I saw. It was like in a prison and like somewhere else, not in America. Like they're like in Central America or something. And these dudes have fucking machetes. And it's this big fat dude running, just mm-hmm. running, trying to stay alive, dude. And these dudes are just hacking at him. Oh, my God. Like it's br- like, dude, them cartel videos. I'm telling you, bro, like the shit that happens in prison, like it would blow your fucking mind. No, there, I watched one torture video that i'm like i'm done i can't watch these anymore like i mean i can watch somebody get killed that's not like the worst thing ever like i can live with it but like them like you said them torture videos yeah, i wa- i came across fuckers up like i, I can't yeah. do that shit because i like not that i enjoyed it but you know it's but. just you're seeing the worst sides of humans and like you can't believe that this actually happened but yeah i came across one video i won't even tell you what happened right. and it just like completely nope i don't want to do I've this probably anymore. seen it we've probably watched it together like that's the <laughs> shitty thing uh, like you said, when you're younger, it's like, oh yeah, let me see that shit. But like, I don't know. Now that I have kids and I've gotten older, it's just like, where this world's really gone to shit. Yeah. Like, you know. But, but um, yeah, I just thought that like it was only fitting because obviously he didn't get killed until a couple years after this movie came mm-hmm. out. I want to say it was like 2019, 2020 when he died. No, it wasn't that recent. Oh, because he got captured in 2011, right? 2012, 2013, I think. Oh, okay, so it might have been relatively recently. And then he had been in prison, but that's where they fucked up. They moved him. Mm. And they didn't move him by himself. They moved this other guy with him. I see. And they got his ass. Damn. And the, uh, that dude probably did it for, like, a pack of cigarettes. So probably, that's, that's yeah. the crazy thing about it. And more so for the... Out- oh, for the reputation, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, uh... But yeah, that that that's my black mass. I I really wanted it to be better. I was hoping maybe I'd like it a little more this time around. <laughs> it's funny we both gave each other movies that we really liked. Rewatched them. We're like, I don't like that as much as I remember. Like mine was the game, and now yours is Black Mass. Like I said, I still we're own keeping it. it consistent. I still own it. You know what I mean? Like I'll still watch it again. I've know? been kind of like not sure what to give you next. Um, have you ever seen The Ward? The Ward. Yeah, yeah it's a John Carpenter movie. Oh no. Yeah, it came out a few years ago, but it really wasn't a hit. Is it like a horror movie? For like a thriller, thriller, horror kind of genre or whatever. But, and I just heard it really shit the bed. So you want me to watch that? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine if that's what you want to pick. But like... No, it's, uh, guess who the main cat, main star is? Oh, shit. Uh, Nick Cage? Amber Heard. Oh. Wow. <laughs> really? I was like, since you gave me a Johnny Depp movie, I was going to give you one Amber, of her movies. You could have gave me Aquaman. Like, <laughs> fuck, dude. I mean, I would have watched it, but. Nah, I don't. I decided not to because I, I don't even like the movie. So what are we just going to shit on it for? No, Man, like. stand I... with Johnny Depp on this podcast. <laughs> fuck her. She doesn't get any shine. I mean, it's not a good movie. It's not like we would uh, praise it. Right, um, that's true. Uh, no. Still giving her a, shot, a light. I'm keeping with my, I'm calling it popular directors, unknown movies, unknown movies, not unknown, but lesser, lesser known movies, lesser known movies. So that has been cool. Cause I really did enjoy blood simple. Yeah. Yeah. Like now that I've gone back and thought about it, like that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Cause it is just a simple, good little movie. All right. Uh, one that I've kind of been putting off, but I'm just going to, pull the trigger and we're going to do it. It's uh, one of Christopher Nolan's films following. Did we do it? Follows? Nope. No, it follows is the horror movie following is Christopher Nolan's first movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's black and white. It follows the sky and I don't want to give too much away. All right. But, uh, 
I like Chris Nolan. Yeah, people like to talk about Memento as his like earlier film, but Following is so good and not talked about enough. So I figured we could check that one out. I haven't seen Memento in forever. Yeah, I, I was gonna do that one, but everyone knows Memento. Yeah. Like you, you, The Dark Knight, Inception, Memento. You know, oh, I love Inception. <laughs> That's what made me love Tom Hardy. Yeah. And made me realize that, like, you know what? DiCaprio's, like, my favorite now like at, the, at that time. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Because he had did Gangs of New York. He did uh, Catch Me If You Can. Like, he was dropping nothing but fucking heat. He was. There was a time yeah. where you're just like, oh, my God, he's knocking him out of the park. The Departed, bro. Like, he couldn't fucking lose, man. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was just like, man, this, this guy's the greatest actor of our generation. I mean, he is, yeah. I think he is, for sure, like. Even his little shit, like, fucking, I love Django, man. Like, mm-hmm. he's so good in Django. Wolf of Wall Street? Wolf of fucking Wall Street, dude. Like. So um, many bangers, dude. It was Bronson that got me into Tom Hardy. Yeah. Bronson. I, I saw Bronson later, you know, like, I never, um, I didn't watch Bronson until I think me and you started talking about it. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's when he was coming up for the, the role that he got announced as Bane. Mm-hmm. And then I just watched Warrior, and then I was, no, I watched, uh, I went and watched Bronson, because I'm like, who is this guy, Tom Hardy? Let me check out some of his other movies, and I think Mick was like, you should check out Bronson. So I watched it, and I fucking love that movie, and I love Tom Hardy. Yeah, I remember I saw, I think the first time, yeah, Inception was like the one where I was like, wow, I like this guy. Yeah. And then I saw Rock and Roller, and I was like, oh, he's in that, okay, and then... Uh, I don't remember what the next one was, man, but I just fucking, uh, I think it was Dark Knight Rises, now that I'm thinking about <laughs> uh, yeah. it. And then uh, I saw Warrior later on. Like, Warrior had been out for years. Everybody kept saying, it's such a good fucking movie, dude. And I'm like, all right, I'll watch it, I'll watch it. And then I think I did. And I was like, oh, this was good. Yeah. And Nick Nolte's in it. And he's actually good. Like He's so good in that movie. He is. He sells that shit. He does. He does play a good, terrible father. Yeah. <laughs> um, so much like that. It's not even acting for me. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, like I said, he did lawless. And then I was like, yep, I love Tom Holland. Mm. Oh, that's what it was, bro. Fucking Mad Max was in there somewhere. Yeah. 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 So when I saw Fury road, I was, I was like, so, I was fucking I was like, stoked. I was like, this guy might be my new favorite now. You know, there's a funny, it's not like a, a long story, but Mad Max. So, uh, I knew Tom Hardy was going to be in Mad Max and I'm like, I have to watch this movie. I told the wife, I'm like, I'm going to see Mad Max. You can come with me or you're not, but I'm going. And she's like, I'll check it out or whatever. So she thought this was going to be like some gangster movie or whatever. She did not know what Mad Max was at all. So she goes in there and she comes out. She's like, I fucking love that movie. I was like, right. It was so good. She's like, I had no idea what Mad Max was. I was like, you didn't know what you were going in for. She's like, not at all. I didn't know it was post-apocalyptic. I thought it was one of your stupid gangster movies again. She loves Mad Max too. So dude, I've wanted the the beyond the wasteland or whatever the second one was supposed to be. I've wanted to see that since they announced it. And they yeah, can't. there's two of them in the works now. So is it now they working on them? Cause like, I need that. <laughs> right. But it's more so on Furiosa. They can't get Tom Hardy back. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's going to pop up in there. He better. But, uh, but yeah, so I don't have much of a haul this week. I didn't no. really get a lot. I got a couple that I had that I haven't shown. Oh, really? I bought a uh, rogue one on Blu-ray for five bucks. Uh, too much. Too much. Yeah. It was at five below. Oh, really? Yeah. I went into that store and I was not impressed. Oh, I mean, you wouldn't be because you don't collect any of the shit they have in there. I, I was like, I don't, I just feel like everything's going to break as soon as I buy it. Like, that's what I felt like. Certain shit for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't buy anything like, you know me, man. I buy action figures and shit like that. Like, they got little Funko Pops in there I buy and Brody collects them now too. And uh, every now and then they'll just have like a bin of Blu-rays. Really? It's like four movies and they'll have like 60 copies of each. I went to the one in Plant City. I don't think they had any Blu-rays or movies. Or yeah, anything. it's not all the time. Like the one in Oh, Lake it's like, like a once in a while thing? Yeah, it's like whenever they get them in. What I assume it is is either a Walmart or a Dollar General or somebody, whoever they get their distributing from, they have a fuck ton of it. And they're like, hey, just sell these. And like everything can be $5 and then cheaper. Even though yesterday I did see something in there over $5. 
It was a little basketball hoop. It was like 25. <laughs> I was like, it's not 25 and below. Right. It's five and below. <laughs> but I, like I said, I buy the little Funko Pops and I actually bought my first full size pop from there the other day. Oh, really? Because uh, people have them everywhere in America and my friends on TikTok were like, I just got this fucking awesome Spider-Man pop. And I'm like, fuck dude, I never get a full size one. <laughs> so I went in and they actually had a full size one. So I bought it. What's a full size. Um, you have Funkos, don't you? you have yeah. a couple, right? Uh, tell me one of them. It's like, uh, one of them's like the Joker from the dark Knight. Okay. Is, and it's a box about yay big. Yeah. About Regular size Funko pop. Yeah. That's a full pop. Okay. And then, you have the ones that I collect, which are the mini ones. Oh, so they have mini fucking balls. Yeah, they're still got the bobbleheads, but they're just tiny. tiny. Uh, and it's like, because I have so much shit, like I have to go smaller. Uh, so yeah, I still have full size ones, but I don't collect them like I do the little ones. Like oh. I have a ton of the little Deadpool ones. Like it's funny as shit. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I get those. And then, like I said, every now and then I bought, uh, I think I bought Solo in there on Blu-ray once. Um, mm. yeah, for five bucks. Still haven't seen that one either. I love Solo. Like, I think it gets a lot of shit. I think I'm starting to hate Star Wars. I think you are too. I think I'm really starting to hate Star Wars. Every time I bring Star Wars up, you always do that. My like, my eyes just roll out of my head. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I'm <laughs> proud of you for making it through that episode with Steve-O because I'm sure that you were like, yeah, no, Wars, it's awesome. it's it's watching that trilogy that I'm like, I don't think I like Star Wars, and now it's just being like shoved down my throat. I'm like, I don't care. Oh man, I think the Disney Plus shit is saving it. I, I mean, love, probably, man. I but love Mandalorian, bro. I mean, everyone does, but I just don't care enough to check it out. It's just not my thing. If you did, you'd probably like it because it's kind of like a cool story. Yeah. Well, and I heard the Man Moon Moon Man whatever is good. Oh, Moon Knight? Oh, fuck yeah, Moon Knight's on point. And see, that's the cool thing about Moon Knight for me is, you know me, bro, I read comics and I do all that, but Moon Knight is not a character that I'm well-versed on. Mm -hmm. I've only got a couple comics that have him in it, and it's more like a guest appearance type of deal. Right. So this has all been brand new for me. So I feel like, you know, you don't give a shit about comic book movies like that, you know? So I think you would like it because it is kind of a fresh take on it. Like this dude is literally fucking insane. I uh, I need to preface my ignorance on the whole thing. So Moon Knight is from a comic. Yeah. I thought he was from Star Wars. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's a Marvel character. Oh, I see. Yeah. See, I'm just blending that shit together in my mind. It's a really cool story. And Oscar Isaac acts his fucking ass off in it, man. It's 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 only had five. The last episode comes out uh, Wednesday. Oh, it's pretty badass. Though. I guess moon stars like yeah. um, it got lost in my head. It does say Marvel's Moon Knight, but it's fine. Yeah, I, I <laughs> it could say Marvel's Star Wars Moon Knight and I still wouldn't give a fuck. That's like, true. That's true. If you, if you associate it with stars or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Space. That's how much I don't pay attention or care. Yeah, but I've I've really enjoyed that. I'm going to be sad when that's over. Um, <laughs> but I yeah. liked Peacemaker. And I thought that was funny. Yeah, I heard of good things. It wasn't like the greatest story ever, but I mean, it was funny as shit. John. I heard it was just fun. Like, I was about to say, I've I've never enjoyed John Cena more in a role than I have watched him play in that. I do feel like he found his, finally found his character. Yeah, because like he was struggling. I mean, he's good in blockers. Like he's funny in that. And he's funny in Trainwreck, but like it's little doses. I like Save the Last Dance. He's not in that. Um, what movie am I thinking? Of? The dance movie with John Cena. John Cena. Never mind. I'm getting him and Chain of Tatum mixed up. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, fucking talking about Step Up. The John Step Cena up, was this Yeah, <laughs> I, I was thinking John Cena, and we're just gonna cut that out. That's hilarious. No, you leave that shit. I cut shit. <laughs> My mind just was not on point today. I don't know what's going on. It's all right, man. We're going to go see an absurd Nick Cage movie after this, and I think your mind's in the exact right place for it. I hope so. Um, but only movie I got was uh, Wrath of Man, that Guy Ritchie dude, movie. But you, you need to tell me how it is, man, because I yeah. need to know if I need to see it. I will, because it was in. It was at Target for 15 bucks for the Blu-ray, and I'm just like... It's a Guy Ritchie movie. I'm not I just going to leave it there. I would have bought it too, man. So. I don't I know. have thought about it on Blu-ray, but I would bought it. <laughs> That's really the only thing I got lately, though. Target has 
their new movies are what, like 25, right? 28, some shit like that. Okay, so the new pricing I've noticed, like brand, brand new movies, dude, 4Ks are up to like $35. Inflation. And then Blu-rays are like 25 to 25 to 28, and then DVDs are always 20. See, that's what I like about Walmart, man. Walmart, they went up a little, but not a lot. A Blu-ray is 22, and a 4K is like 26. Yeah. Like 28 tops. Yeah. It's weird that they can get away, but Target does have their like special edition. I was just about to say their slipcovers sometimes are cooler. Like the one for No Way Home is better from Target than from Walmart. Yeah. So if you care about that stuff, but right. it's the steel books. Like Target has some steel books that go hard, and you can only get them at Target. So, yep. Well, Walmart has like, well, not that, but like Funko Pops, they have like that too. And I don't know. Yeah, it just really depends on what you're, what you're into, I guess, what you like collecting. Yeah. But yeah. I'm always, you know me, man, I'm a cheap motherfucker. I'm <laughs> always going to go for the best deal. Yeah. It's five or below with you for everything. Hey, I mean, if I get a Blu-ray for five bucks would be like the top price I pay for a Blu-ray. Yeah. And See, my whole thing is, is like, if it's a movie that I don't feel like needs to be on Blu-ray, like, I don't see the point in upgrading it to that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have all the hangovers on Blu-ray, and I'm like, why? But you know <laughs> why? Because the first one was a gift, <laughs> and then the second and third one I got for a dollar at the flea market. That's why I have all three hangovers on Blu-ray. Right. But, like, if I didn't have them on Blu-ray, if I just had them on regular DVD, it wouldn't bother me. Yeah. Like, you know? But, like, if it's a big budget or an action movie, that's what I want to have it on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's just a vicious cycle. Like, right now, my favorite movies are getting 4Ks. Movies I'm like, like Wrath of Man, I don't know if I even like this movie, but I know I like Guy Ritchie, so Blu-ray it is. And then DVDs are strictly for if I cannot find it yeah. on DV or uh, Blu-ray or 4K. I know you so you look so pissed off when you've had to settle on just a DVD. Yeah, like they didn't have a Blu-ray. <laughs> this is the only one I can find. Yeah, I don't like it. Or if it's a movie I haven't seen and I don't know if I'm gonna like it or not, I'll go for a DVD. That's smart too. Yeah. But that's also why I like getting them for fifty cent and a dollar because if it's if I hate it, I just fucking chunk it. Right. But movies I like or people that I want to support, Blu-ray or 4K usually. Yeah. No, I, and some of the fucking steel books you have are fantastic, man. Yeah, like, they're cool. I need to shit. calm down on the steel books. I'm getting running out of steel book room. <laughs> running out of magnets. Yeah, you had to buy a whole <laughs> new connector set and everything. Right. But yeah, uh, hopefully this one next week will be better because yeah. So Christopher Nolan following his first movie. Yeah. Till then, later, y'all. Later.